This morning, God is bringing his word uh, on the subject, following Jesus in good and bad times. Following Jesus in good and bad times. Now, if you look at this scripture, the Bible tells us from where we read in the book of uh, Matthew chapter 16, from verse 21 to verse 28. Now, Jesus began in verse 13 by asking a question. He began by asking a question from the disciples. And they were, you know, only one of them was able to answer that question. And Peter was the man who answered the question. Now, so a follow-up to that question was in verse 21. Not a question, but Jesus began to expose his mind to them. He began to tell them what the future looked like. He began to bring to their attention what his father had planned to do. And then, but Peter, out of love, out of the love that he had for Jesus Christ, Peter said something. Then Peter took him. We don't know how that took looked like. Whether he grabbed Jesus by the hand and said, Master, you need to come, come, we need to talk. You know, when Jesus told him, now this is what Jesus said. Jesus said in verse 21. So that word in verse 21 was what, uh, you know, uh, you know, changed or touched the heart of Peter. From that time forth, yeah, from that time forth, began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must, he must go on to Jerusalem and suffer many things. So Peter couldn't imagine Jesus suffering many things. And then he went on, he said, of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. So Peter hearing this, he said, what, what is the Lord saying? And the Bible said in verse 22, he took him by the hand and began to rebook him. So Peter was rebooking Jesus. Say, how can you please don't say that again? You are not going to die. You will leave. Yes. See, how can you say you will rise again? You know, but then see Jesus' response is very critical. Now Jesus said, but he turned and said unto Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. So at that time, he perceived that, yes, Satan was trying to use Peter to discourage him. And then he said that word, Thou art an offense unto me, for thou severest not the things, the things that be of God. I want you to unmute your device and say, that's, that's a hard statement. That's say, that's hard. a hard statement. That's a hard Very hard. Very hard. hard. Yes. How can Jesus look at uh, Peter and tell him, Satan? That's a very hard statement. That's a very hard statement. But we're going somewhere. He said, but that, that, that be of God, but those things be uh, that be of man. My prayer is that we will mind those things that be of God and not those things that be of man in the name of Jesus. Now, brethren, following Jesus in good and bad times. Now, what does it mean to follow Jesus? Before you can follow Jesus, you must know him. You must have accepted him as your Lord and Savior. Now, once you know him, then you need to take steps. It is not enough to just accept Jesus. 
and stay there. You also need to take steps to begin to follow him. That means to follow him, follow in his footsteps, follow in his ways, follows in his approach, follows his words, follows his instructions, follows his commandment in everything. That's what it means to follow. Follow, follow, follow with all your heart, not with a divided heart, with all your heart. Now, why did we why why is the word in good and bad times? You see, in following Jesus, there may be times that are very challenging for you. And that is just the truth. There's going to be time that it might be challenging for you. Now, but Jesus Christ says something. He said, For whoso we save his life. No, in verse 24, he said, Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And follow me. Now, so in following Jesus in good and bad times, number one, you must deny yourself. What does it mean to deny yourself? To deny yourself means that see beyond what is happening around you now. Deny yourself. Your normal self, maybe you, you, you desire, you desire, let's use, uh, you know, drink as an example. You know, there are times maybe because you are fasting and say, okay, I'm going to take and uh, say, ah, let me wait until I break. That means at that time, you denied yourself. That means the thing that you will have enjoyed at that time, you put them aside. Why? In order to follow Jesus. Now, so deny yourself. In order to follow Jesus in good times and bad times, you must deny yourself. If you don't deny yourself, you only see the bad times, what appear to be bad. And I tell you one thing. The Bible says that all things are working together for good to them that love the Lord and to them that are the called according to his purpose. So whatever may be going around your life right now, they are all working together for good. They are all working together for our good. Now, so following Jesus in hard times, in hard times, in hard times, what must you do? Deny yourself first. Now, for Peter, at that time when Jesus said it, he had not fully understood what Jesus meant. He didn't understand. Now, but he will have seek for understanding to say, Lord, what are you saying? Give us, explain to us better. Now, Jesus now said, one, you must deny yourself. Be ready, that means, to deny yourself means, be ready to give up some of the things that are pleasurable to you. Be ready to, to be like Jesus in everything. Be ready to be like Jesus in everything. So when we deny ourselves, we put God first and ourselves coming under. When we deny ourselves, we say the kingdom of God first, every other thing secondary. That is what it means to deny yourself. So, for instance, now, if I ask, uh, you know, every one of us here now, I'm sure you like to be sleeping by now. 
So you waking up this morning is that it simply means that you are denying yourself. So everybody wants to sleep, but you deny yourself. So that is what it means to deny yourself. That in order to follow Jesus in hard time, in good and bad time, you need to deny yourself. Because if you don't deny yourself, if you don't put God first, then you are likely going to put yourself first. And if putting yourself first, that will lead you nowhere. I pray for you this morning. The grace to remain to the end, receive in the name of Jesus. The grace to remain to the end, receive in the name of Jesus. So following Jesus in good and bad times. There are, there are challenging times. And so when that time comes, don't think that, oh, the Lord has forsaken me. No. Don't think that he's not with you. He's always with us. He has told us, he said, in this world, we will enjoy riches. We will enjoy, you know, we have a mother, father, children, brother, uncle, all of that. And in our say, with what? With persecution. So following Jesus in good and bad time requires denial of self. Number two, it means taking up your cross and following him. Don't just deny yourself, but also take your cross and follow him. I want you to know that the reward comes to those that wait to the end. It is not people that started the race and then in the middle they back out. They don't get awards. Have you seen any marathon where they said, oh, let us honor so-and-so, this runner from this country ran so well, but in the middle of the race, he decided to pull out. And so for this reason, let us honor him. The only honor people that got to the finish line, you will get to the finish line. I say you will get to the finish line. I will get to the finish line. In the name of Jesus, I will get to the finish line. Now, what does it mean to take up your cross? It means your newfound life in Christ Jesus. Your newfound life. Maybe before you don't like coming to church, now you like coming to church. That's your new. That's your newfound life in Christ. Oh, maybe before uh, you know you don't pray now. You, 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 want, you, you love to pray all the time. That's your new farm line. Take off your cross daily and follow him. Oh, maybe you don't know how to fast before. Now, this is, now, you, now you, know, you see the reason why you have to fast. Then that's your new farm line. Follow him. Take off your cross and follow him. Oh, maybe before you were ashamed of carrying your Bible on the street or at work or among your family. Now you are no longer ashamed. Now... That means that's a cross, carry it and follow him. Oh, you don't know how to do the work of righteousness before. Uh, you know, whatever, you know, whatever comes your way goes, no. But now you know how to follow the law. You know what it means. That is your cross. Carry it and follow him. It doesn't mean a big, a physical cross that you carry on your neck like the way Jesus carried his own. It means that the things, the things that, you know, cross is heavy. You know that the cross is heavy. It's heavy. 
Now, we don't know what was the weight of the cross that Jesus carried. But if you want to know the weight, maybe carry your four dining table, I mean chairs together, and carry them yourself. Let's use that as a case in point. So the cross, the weight of the cross is heavy on its own. So meaning that to follow Jesus can be heavy. It comes with a price. It comes with a price. But in order to follow him and receive the reward at the end, you must follow him to the end. So you are going to lift up your voice this morning. You are going to say, Father, the grace to follow you to the end. I receive this morning. Lift up your voices in the name of Jesus. Say, I receive the grace to follow you. Lord Jesus, I receive the grace to follow. Give me the grace to follow. Abundant grace to follow. I need the grace to follow. Your grace is enough for me. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Now, you see, to be more specific, you see, let's say you have a lot of bills to pay. And devil comes to you and says, you call yourself a Christian. Look at you. How are you going to pay this bill now? Or maybe you turn to one person for help and you didn't get help there. It is easily, I mean, it is easy to be discouraged at that time. That may appear as a bad time, a hard time. But you see, what will keep you to the end, it is in following. So you are going to pray this morning. Any situation that may appear to be bad or hard around you, the Lord will turn them around for your good. In the name of Jesus. So you are going to say, Father, turn around every unpleasant situation. In my life, in your church, turn them around for our good. Lift up your voice this morning and pray. In the name of Jesus, turn around every unpleasant situation. In the name of Jesus. Brother, Neatando, Shiletu Breno, Medu Zendayela Gedu Bezitiala. Every situation that may appear to be unpleasant, maybe you are going through one challenge or the other. Yes, they may appear as hard time, but following Jesus during that hard time, follow him and say, Lord Jesus, everything that appears to be hard around your people, turn them around. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Now, your next prayer point, you are going to say, my father, give me the grace to carry my cross daily and follow you with all my heart. Lift up your voice and pray this morning in the name of Jesus. Take up your cross daily and follow him. Take up your cross daily and follow him. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You are going to pray this morning as you get ready to set out for this glorious week. You are going to tell the Lord that the Lord will clear any form of barricade or hindrances or obstacles the enemy might have placed on the way. You are going to lift up your voice and say, Father, as I go out today, 
accident is forbidden. Clear every barricade, every hindrances, every stumbling block that the enemy might have said before me, before your church, before my family, lift up your voice and pray this morning in the name of Jesus. My father, this morning, as we go out today, Father, order ourselves the grace to follow you, the grace to follow you, the grace to follow you, the grace to remain true to you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus. Mighty name, we are afraid. Now you can ask the Lord what you want the Lord to do for you this morning. Now, if you are here this morning, you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to give Jesus your heart. Yesterday, we were talking to one of our neighbors. After preaching Christ to him, I asked him, I said, Will you like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior? He said, help me thank God. <laughs> he said, I should, I, should, I should tell God that he's very grateful, but that he's fine. <laughs> you know, so now he speaks from the point of ignorance, of course. Now, if you are here this morning, you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You see, if you are not rooted in Christ, there are some life challenges that may come before you. They may weigh you down. They may weigh you down. They may throw you off balance. But when you are in Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ will uphold you. He will show you the way out. He will give you direction. So you are here this morning. You have not accepted Jesus. I want to raise up your hand and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, a sinner. Forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, fill me with your spirit. According to your word in Ephesians 1 verse 13. Lord, keep me to the hand. The grace to follow you always I receive this morning. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Father, I pray for all, for as many that have, asked, that have accepted Jesus this morning as Lord and Savior. Forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, we are praying.